I'm Terry Taylor, and this is the Interior Design Business Academy podcast. As an interior designer, you may be thinking, I love what I do, but I am so overworked and underpaid. Let me tell you, I've been there too. I spent many years learning from my own mistakes and developing proven strategies and systems to make interior design a profitable career while keeping it fun and creative. So now I'm here to help you get paid what you're worth. If you're ready for some straight talk about how design business really works and you're ready to break through old belief systems that are holding you back and shift into beliefs that support your goals and bring lasting success, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm wondering if you are in a place with your business where you're just feeling pretty resentful about having your own business in general. Because, you know, I keep hearing this. I hate my business. I, this is not what I signed up for. This is all I'm overwhelmed. I'm, I'm doing stuff I don't want to do. What happened? Okay. This is a big owie, right? It's like, this is a big wake up call. Boom in the head. And it's hard to admit. It's hard to admit. After all, you have put your heart and soul into this business. It's a lot of hard work. You built it client by client, job by job, endless hours, and and it feels like it's a never-ending struggle, like it's never going to be over. And, you know, you're wondering if it's worth it, even if it's even worth it having your own design company. I know. I've been there. I've been through this. It's, 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 it's not a happy place. However, there's something you should know. This is normal, okay? Even though it's tempting to just quit and saying, I'm just not doing this anymore, I've had it, I've had it, it's also a sign that you're ready to move into your next level, okay? It's also a sign that what got you here is no longer working, okay? And what's going to get you there is something different. And, and here's why this all happens. Well, one, you started your business so that you could design for your own clients, right? Be creative yourself, put your own work out there, be able to, to make a difference with a lot of people, you know, get bigger jobs, get more creative, learn more, maybe even be published in a, in a national magazine. But instead, your days are consumed by client emails and texts that are the size of a book and contractors that are in constant crisis that need rescuing and tracking client ordering and fixing freight problems and replacing damaged merchandise and chasing subcontractors who don't show up on time on a job or never show up and you got to replace them and it's not your responsibility either because you're not making a profit on the subcontractors yet you somehow ended up responsible for them. Ah, I know. And as it, and as it turns out, you know, your time, it just gets all mused up, uh, you know, to the point where you're managing everything in your business. You're chasing, <laughs> chasing the subcontractors, supporting the needy clients. All that stuff's happening at the same time. And, you know, you thought you would have more freedom. But instead, you're working all the time, evenings and weekends and every time you have a moment. And and frankly, your husband and kids are really tired of it. They would really like to have you back, right? And you know what? You know you need help, you, but you struggle to delegate more because, well, there just isn't enough time or money to hire anyone. And how do you do it? How do you get there? I mean, it seems like you're in a box where you can't go forward. And, 
you know, from your past history, you know, you often believe that you're not very good at delegating um, and managing a team. And so you, you've got yourself in a square where you just feel miserable and, and facing it every day, day after day, just gets worse and worse. And hey, I feel for you. I, I got it. I, I know. <laughs> I, I was there. But if this is where you're at, know two things. One, you're not the only one. Okay. It happens to everyone, everyone who's building a design business and going from the point of, of scrambling and taking every client they can and, and, and trying to please everybody all the time. This is where it takes you. That is, a, that is actually the beginning stage of a design business, right? But, but there's a point at which you have to go beyond that, right? Because it, you end up just scrambling all the time, right? And then number two, know that this is a rite of passage. Okay. This happens to everyone. This is the doorway to let you know that there's something else there and that you need to make some changes. Okay. Every designer goes through some version of this until they begin to leverage their business. Now I'll say that again. Okay. This is a rite of passage that every designer goes through some version of this, right? Until they begin to leverage their business. Okay. So it becomes more self-sustaining and they get their life back. Okay. This is, this is the shift from me being a design star with helpers where you are now, which is so chaotic and difficult to being the owner of an interior design business. Okay. So, so here's some encouragement. Here's some encouragement. Okay. It's normal to feel overwhelmed. Okay. And have doubts that a design business is what you want. Okay. I understand it. It just has sucked up your entire life. Um, you feel like there's no way out of it that you put yourself in a box and, and, and you did to some extent, but it's not a box you can't get out of. Okay. But you realize that you can even get, besides doubting this is really what you want to do, you can even get to the point where you feel resentful about the dream that you've been chasing for, for years and years. And that is a sad thing. Because that, that, you know, that dream is, is glowing and happy and successful and, and has all that yummy stuff in it. Yet from here, it doesn't look that way. Right. But that resentment, that, that frustration and resentment and feeling like you're giving up, you got to know it doesn't have to be that way. Okay. You're not stuck. It's just that. The beginning stages of a design business is as you're building it and gathering all those clients and doing all those things and learning all those things takes you to this point where you can no longer do it yourself, okay? And it doesn't have to be that way. These feelings are not a sign to give up. It's actually a call to evolve. It's the call to, to look at what could be different. What could change that would really make a difference in your life and your business? What, what is it? Okay. Now your struggle and frustrations are the seeds of growth. Okay. That's the beginning of growing this new piece of your business, new piece of you stepping into this role in a fuller, more, more business owner way. Okay. In a way that, that is organized and controlled and has boundaries and it has systems in it. It has all those things that, that make having your own business really juicy. So think about it. It might be time to do something different. It just might be time to do this. It might be time to find the right support. 
so you can make twice as much in half the time. Who can help you with that? Obviously we can, but we're not the only one in there. I'm just, this is more about a point that you get in your business where it's a turning point. It's either <laughs> crash and burn and I'm giving this up or I turn the corner. I'm going to make this happen and I'm going to change what I'm going to do to make it, make it better. Okay. So finding the right support to help you get through that is incredibly important. Number two, you have to learn to delegate. Okay. Now you want to delegate as much as you effectively can. Okay. And it's all the day to day stuff that gets delegated. All right. Now delegating and managing employees is not something that anyone is naturally good at. Okay. It's not something you're born with. It's not a talent. It's not a gift. Right? Well, it might be a gift a bit, but, but it, 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 there's, there's rules to it. There, there's a framework to follow. And when you follow the framework, when you learn the steps to delegating clearly, you can start getting way more things done with way less time than you did before. Obviously. So, you know, it's not a mystery. Delegation's not a mystery. And I know a lot of designers get stuck on that and, and say, oh, well, I'm just not good at that. It's never going to happen. That's not my thing. But it's not true. Okay. First of all, you know, it's not true that you've risen to this point in your business that you're, <laughs> that you don't have a life. Okay. I understand that, but you don't have to stay there. Okay. It's, it's just, it's just the point where the doorway is to step into leveraging. Okay. And leveraging is the key to developing this piece behind you so that you can do what you want. Right. So, so learning to delegate is not a mystery. Right. It's just a series of, of ways of making requests with limits and, and structure to it that, that actually works really well, really, really well. Um, to get all those day to day things done. Okay. And then the number three thing that has to happen in leveraging your business is setting up systems. Okay. Systems are the day to day things that you do over and over again that can be repeated that you don't need to manage and you don't need to tell people what to do. They can just be written into a system. Now, when I get into systems with designers, the first thing they do is throw up their hands and say, I don't have any. I don't know. Well, yeah, you do have systems. <laughs> Actually, you do. You know, just, just your ability to get up in the morning and get your kids up and make sure everybody's up, everybody's dressed, everybody ate, everybody has a lunch, everybody has their paperwork and their homework and they're in the car on time, on school to time. And you got dressed and got ready and had breakfast and you got to work on time. Okay. That is a huge system. All right. And I know that you all do that because <laughs> I had some experiences with my grandchildren where I tried to take over and discovered I lose, lost my mom chops. Well, because when you're doing that, the only way you could do that is to have a system so that you know at 720, it should look like this. And if it doesn't, if everybody's not downstairs for breakfast, then you know to check it out. Right. So, so systems are not a mystery either. It's just you need somebody to lead you into it and help you start developing those pieces so that the day to day stuff in your business can get done easily by, by someone else in a repeated manner and that you get to focus on what you do best, which of course is designing. Okay. So, so that you get, you know, that the, the, the value of all that once you, once you get a system going for all that back room stuff that you do that you really don't want to do is that you get your nights and weekends off. Okay. Period. 
right? Now there's a boundary piece in there too that we'd like to apply that, that works on that as well. But, but systems are the way that you get employees to do things without you having to manage them all the time. Okay. And, you know, here at IDBA, we know how to write those systems and what we actually know what those systems are and what they need to be. So, you know, we can be very helpful in setting that up. But, you know, this is about getting yourself off the edge of being miserable and know that there's another way to do this and that you know, everything is figureoutable, right? There's nothing that you can't figure out and resolve and get into a system and find the right person to do it and do it in a cost-efficient way that frees you to do the stuff that you are so good at and that the reason why you started this business in the first place, okay? So the idea here is that we, we when you leverage your business, you start focusing on what you do best, what your juicy, <laughs> jammy um, pieces are in that business. And usually it's, it's the, it's the uh, talking to clients and developing the jobs and selling the jobs and concepts and, and, you know, all, all the client interaction pieces that need to go in there, you know, and the creative piece of where we're going and how we're developing this. This is incredibly important. This is the fun stuff, right? This is the juicy stuff. Everything else. Everything except for your creative design work can be dropped into a system and somebody else can do it. And it's not a $150 an hour person. It's an admin person for $30 an hour that does this stuff. Okay. So when you start to understand the efficiencies in your business and realize that you don't have to be in overwhelm, you don't have to be buried, that, you know, all of it's there for you. It's just sitting right there and you can step into it. So remember, Every successful designer with a good business and <laughs> published and good clients and, and making money and having a life and taking care of their family, all this stuff, they've all been through this. Okay. You're not alone. They've, everybody has gone through it, including me. Okay. But what sets those designers apart that, that, that could develop the leverage is their ability to adapt and learn and course correct along the way. Okay. It's not a complete flip over backwards and do something else, but it's correct the course you're on, tweak it so that it starts serving you instead of working against you. Because I know, I know that you have the strength and the wisdom and the passion and the tenacity to overcome these challenges. So stay with it. Okay. Stay, hang in there. Stay with it because you know what? The view from the top is worth it. So until next time, design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Interior Design Business Podcast. If you love what you're learning, head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com and book a clarity call. This is the perfect way to chat with one of our coaches about where you are in your business and what your next best step needs to be to make your design business profitable and enjoyable. As always, you can head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com to check out the links and resources from this episode. So until next week, design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth.